Well, welcome to the Generation Discipleship Podcast. My name is Jake, and I serve as the discipleship pastor here at Generation Church, and I have a special guest. Who are you? Ramey. Hi. And you're our Gen Kids director here. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, um, my husband, Matt, and I have lived in Clayton for um, almost seven years, and we've been going to Generation for um, about a year and a half. Nice. Yeah. How many kids do you have? We have two little baby girls. They're not babies and they're anymore. They're wonderful and beautiful. They and are. So sweet. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so, where are you originally from, though? We're both actually from Virginia. From the mountains. Um, yeah, I'm from like southwestern Virginia, and that is like a space, not West Virginia. It was Western space, Virginia. <laughs> and um, my husband's from like northern Virginia. Yeah. 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 And so, uh, how do you? Well, they're very similar. North Carolina and, and Virginia, yeah. because they're close, East Coast. But what are the differences to you? Um, You know, where I'm from is more rural. So just speaking, mm-hmm. you know, like where we live on this side of Clayton is just a little bit more bustling. So, yeah. which I'm sure the people who are originally from Johnston County mm-hmm. would probably, we'd have the most in common at that point. Um, but we didn't have a stoplight um, okay. all of our roads were gravel that we lived on. Um, I worked in a mountain gift shop growing up. Okay. So mountain it's like very rural. Um, so this is almost like, you know, big city living for yes. me. Yeah. Yeah, totally. yeah. So it's, it's different. In yes. Many ways, yes. But similar in some. Yes. Okay. Well, um, well, we love having you on here and we love what you're doing here at Generation with our Gen Kids area. Um, Thanks, Jake. getting to see like all of the community that you've built over the last year and if so if you're not if you're listening and you're not plugged in with Jane Kids and the events they're doing you should be because I went bowling for for free <laughs> and I got to meet a, a lot of really cool people that I didn't otherwise I wouldn't have met yeah. and so it was really fun yeah. and getting to see their kids and them interact with their kids really so cool fun. stuff so, so I appreciate what you're doing here thanks um, okay so we're in our devoted series okay our theme for the year rather yeah and we're talking about the apostles teaching All right community Right. And prayer. And so we're in our final section of that prayer. Sure. And so we're focused on prayer. We talked with Kelly on the last podcast just about prayer rhythms. Yeah. And when you when you think about rhythms, there's also seasons, seasons of life. And so right now, it's December 1st. New. Podcast comes out December 1st. Yeah. And um, we're in the Advent season now. So exciting. Thanksgiving is in the past. <laughs> That's right. We're in the Advent season. Yes. And um, so... Really quick, what are some Christmas traditions, some Advent season traditions that you guys do? Maybe that you did growing up, sure. or maybe that you do with your girls and Matt now. Um, well, uh, we always bake a cake for Jesus. Ooh, That's for his birthday. For his birthday. <laughs> yeah, we have to celebrate Jesus. You know, we all deserve a, a cake. Um, so that's closer to, we do that Christmas Eve. Um, and then we also do cookies for Santa okay. at the same yeah. time. And we always make molasses cookies with the girls. Ooh, I've never had molasses. They're delightful. I, you'll probably are try they, them soon. Are they like oatmeal? Or? No, no. no. Okay. It's um, they're fluffy and wonderful. And but yeah, we okay. do that every single year. So Christmas Eve is busy. <laughs> okay. Do you do reindeer food? We definitely do reindeer food. I know you're very passionate about reindeer food. Yes, I mean, we we try to do all the things. Like, we could be here for the next hour talking about all the things I try to squeeze in. Those are awesome traditions for us. We, um, one thing I love to do, this is going to sound like very weird, I feel like. Maybe, maybe not. No. Um, but we, 
second, like we set up all of the Christmas decorations. So the garland, all the little trinket things that are around the house. We put the beads and the lights on the tree, but then we save the ornaments and then the star for last. Aww. So always put the star on last. Yeah. And usually in the past when the kids have been smaller, um, I've like carried both of them up the ladder. <laughs> Safe. <laughs> Sarah, uh, yeah, Parker's getting a little big. She's yes. nine years old now. Yes. So it's like trying to carry her up and put ladder is not <laughs> Even ideal. less uh, safe. It's yes. not going to happen anymore, I don't think. Yeah. Um, with Jude. So uh, this year Parker put it up. Aww. So next year Jude will get to do it. So he was pretty adamant that next year he will be the one to put this. It's on the calendar. It's so that, that's one thing we do. We do cookies. Yes. Um, and then we always do like, a fancy Christmas dinner. For sure. I feel like everybody does that, but yeah. we make it a point. Just being in ministry, sometimes it, it doesn't happen on Christmas Eve. So sure. Sometimes it happens at another time. So sure. We do something like ham or we do turkey or something like that. Definitely. So, um, Food. But I, I think for, for us, Christmas is um, something that our family, I think, I mean, most families do, but our family, like, looks forward to Christmas. Like, Definitely. Uh, once summer comes to an end and like we're midway through september we're thinking about halloween mm-hmm. but parker's always like uh so christmas presents like <laughs> where do we where, do, where should i put the list at? yes of course never <laughs> too soon to plan also like we um something that we bought i think last year or the year before it's called uh the shepherd on the search mm. have you ever heard of that mm-hmm. okay so we, I don't know, somebody told, was it you that told us about it? Maybe, I don't know. Uh, somebody told us about it, because we were talking about Elf on the Shelf, and no, I'm not knocking anybody for having Elf on the Shelf. No, of course not, no. But I was like, I really don't like Elf on the Shelf, it's kind of creepy, and like there's an elf watching you <laughs> so that you can get your presents from Santa. But so we got this thing called Shepherd on the Search, which sounds very Christian, but, um, and he's obviously, he's on the yes. search for Jesus. sure. And his return, well, not his return, his birth. Um, so... So that got me thinking. We pulled it out of the box. Yeah. And it got me thinking about how this season becomes so faith-focused. Mm-hmm. Even if you're a non-believer or if you're a believer, it becomes so faith-focused. Sure. Um, and so for you, I know you, we have just talked about this, but um, what kind of sticks out when you think about that, that, that Advent season and people that normally wouldn't be focused on faith all of a sudden are, and all of a sudden are, Maybe even singing Christmas carols that are about Jesus, you know, Silent Night. People know that. Even non-believers know that song. Sure. And it's like, so what, what, what do you think the connection is? Um, <clears throat> well, as someone who in the past handful of years has come to really, um, like, connect with my own personal faith mm-hmm. and grow in, in that space for myself and my family, um, I started to like research Advent for the first time a few mm-hmm. years ago, and I think maybe this is wrong, but I'm trying to recall, but I think the word Advent is derived from a Latin word to come to. Mm-hmm. I'm like almost mm-hmm. positive that, that sounds, that's right. That sounds right. <laughs> and, um, and so that, because up until that point, we just thought like just the Advent calendars and counting yeah. down the days, you know, it's mostly about chocolates and like moving the Santa, yeah. you know, or peeling the things. Yes. Like, of course those things that's are like, awesome. Some people, that's like a, that peripherated noise yes. is almost like nostalgic. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, and I think those things are still special, but I think, um, for us, we just started to understand it a little bit deeper. Yes. And I think it's just because we are, 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 humans as a group were just so tangible so like when things are 
in front of you, I think it's a little bit easier to connect with those things. Yep. So sometimes if you're like very faith-filled, it just amplifies that. Mm-hmm. But if you're not, like you said, there's Christmas carols, like God yeah. rest ye merry gentlemen, like that whole song yeah. is about Jesus and it's in the Grinch. It's in like the new Grinch and yeah. the, the Pentatonix and sings it. Yeah. So it's like just... It's just available, and people, I think, connect with it, and and you know the Holy Spirit can work in anybody. Yeah, so that's good. I you like know, you just said that. yeah, the Holy Spirit can work in anybody. Yeah, and it's true. And I think, like, even growing up, there were friends of my parents that otherwise would have never come to church. Sure. And when I say church, I mean right. Come to a gathering. Sure. Um, Christmas Eve type like thing. A Christmas Eve, or even like a normal Sunday gathering. Sure. And even around that Christmas time, like they would maybe come to the Christmas Eve service. Yeah. But they might come to Christmas a couple times sure. in like December and, and even in January in the new year. And I just think when there's something new coming. Yeah. You know, think about like a parent that's preparing for a new kid. Yeah. When something's new coming, you you prepare, you're excited, there's excitement. And yeah. I think, you know, with the start of a new year and you have all this build up of of love and all of this Christmas joy and yeah. cheer happening. Um, and that, don't get me wrong, there are people that are not <laughs> cheerful during the Christmas season sure. for for purposeful reasons. Some, <laughs> sure. some not, like they just are choosing, not they're right. not choosing to be mean, but maybe life is hard or there's grief. But all that to say, I just think when there's something new on the horizon, people get excited. Not just excited, they get motivated. Yeah. And I think that motivation builds. And it's not a bad thing. Yeah. But I think if we had that year round, like think about if we had that year round. Right. Some people. Yeah. You know, like what what kind of type of like what changes could be made in your life, what kind of heart change could happen. And so I I think and we're gonna focus on prayer here in a second, but when I think of the Christmas season, it makes me connect the dots with the story of Jesus, right? Yeah. And if you look at the whole the whole Bible, there's there's this overarching story, right? You you have creation, the fall, redemption, and restoration. And when you think of the Christmas season, you think of Jesus's birth and his death and his resurrection. You think of the redemption part, like Jesus is sure. coming and and he's a, he's arriving, he's preparing the way, yeah, uh, for what's about to happen. And um, I don't know, it's just it does bring a lot of joy, but it also makes me evaluate because you know it's thanks you know you had thanksgiving and sure. advent season it makes me evaluate like what i'm thankful for yeah and so how does that how does the advent season and all of those emotions thankfulness and 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 gratefulness and there's cheer and there's joy for you what are the connections with prayer well every time that i'm very solid in my prayer life I mean, I'm able to just feel those things so much um, without so much um, kind of having to, like, fight for them, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, So the prayer part of it, which I'm not always great at, honestly, like sometimes I struggle with it. Just life gets busy and, you know, the things that you feel you can set aside really quickly are things that you probably need the most, right? Like health and wellness and, and reading your Bible and praying. And, but every time that I'm connected with those things and especially during the holidays, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you can really sit down and focus on the things that are, you have, that are so blessed in your life, you know? And so for me, just praying, he, he's able to just connect those things in my heart 
to so I can really be present yeah. for the holidays. Yeah. You know, it's easy to get distracted by a lot of other things. Well, yeah, and and you get you get lost too. Yeah, right in life, like you know, you get. And I'm, I'm thinking of this in seasons, right? Sure. And rhythms. Yeah. And that's what we, th- we had said earlier, rhythms and seasons. And when you think of seasons, like, it's cold usually where, right. not, not everywhere. Sure. But it's it's cold and you're inside more. It gets dark early. You're doing less usually in the, sure. in the holiday seasons, like less in being outside. Right. But you're doing more usually. <laughs> right. There's a lot of stuff to do, but yes. maybe not like and it, parks. I think, but I think those things that you're doing, yeah. like you're, you're buying gifts for your kids or you're, you're, you know, you're going to church and you're serving in different ways or you're and it. We get wrapped up in all of that stuff. And when we have a chance to sit down and we've thought about life and we've thought about our kids, it, I don't know, it, it, for me, it's like, that's how it works. It, it, it there's this click that happens, and it's I get lost in the Christmas stuff, but at the same time, I am reminded just of how sweet, how sweet our faith really is. That it's so it's filled with so much hope and grace. I think that's a big one, grace. Yeah. And I think we even overlooked that at the in the Christmas season sure. when we're talking about prayer. Sure. Is that you know a friend of ours? So we you know family comes in town. Yeah. People come in town. You got in-laws and cousins and brothers and sisters, nieces and nephews coming in town. And for us, we have my sister, my brother-in-law, their five kids and their two dogs coming. All righty then. Right? And then also <laughs> my mom and dad will okay. be in town as well. So it's going to be crazy That's in our fun. house. Yeah. Plus my own kids. Yes. You know my own kids. Jude's, yeah. Jude's a little bit of a maniac. Okay. Yeah. So, um, He's a liver of life. Yes. Oh, yes. There you go. That's a good way of yeah. putting it. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but all that to say... I. That's a lot. There's a lot of history yeah. there. Yeah. And every family's different. Sure. And I think when you come into the Advent season, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, all of that, it's a it's good to be reminded of how the important prayer is. Like God wants to be he wants to be communing with you. And the reason why is when we're in my opinion, when we're close to to Christ in an intimate relationship or communing with him regularly, maybe not daily, but regularly. I, I would recommend daily. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> but regularly communing with him, um, we are more apt to extend grace. Definitely. You know, and create peace. Absolutely. A friend of ours, when we were talking about, we were praying for each other and we were talking about the Christmas season, we talked about who's coming in town. Our friend, um, she said something really good and she said, um, I just pray that that you would be a person of peace in your house this mm. to keep things at bay. Wow. You know, different family history or whatever's right. going on in the family now. And I just think that's a good reminder. Like this season, when you people are coming into your home or you're even going into someone else's home, whether yeah. it's family or not, like you can set the tone sure. with peace. Yeah. You can choose peace. Absolutely. And you can cho- choose to be a peacemaker. Definitely. And I think what's important is that when you're, choosing to do that like you have to remember that it's gonna be a heck of a lot easier if you're communing with christ definitely daily or regularly right and so i think that's my challenge right this advent season yeah is that you would be in prayer more maybe more than you regularly were and just see like see the effects of that yeah and so what we're going to do is down below in the description of this podcast is a guide for an advent prayer It'll likely also be on our social media post um, on our Instagram, Generation Church. And um, 
just a, a, an Advent prayer guide, just real quick. And you can use it, repeat it daily if you want, multiple times a day. That's great. Just to help bring peace in your mind and grace so that that can just exude from you. It can flow out of you. And it's an extension of the grace you've received Absolutely. from Christ and from, from yeah. God. So, yeah. Um, well, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. Do you have okay. any final thoughts? No, I, um, no, I don't think so. I mean, I think, right, like peace, when you think about being in prayer and just being still, mm-hmm. you know, you think about like where Jesus was born in the manger yeah. and it was so quiet and like peaceful. peaceful. And it's like if you, you know, and to connect and he was with his family. So like you just, you just take a minute and try to do that for yourself and he'll bless you. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Well, Ramey, thank you for being on uh, the podcast with us. Thanks for having you. me, Jake. Again. And so, yeah. Well, uh, until next time. Okay. That's it from us. Okay. Bye.